0: But there, none of them, in my view, is really focusing on taking care of that one person for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. That's a very different product yeah. vision, product roadmap, business model, and so on. So we, we say no to a lot of opportunities, but uh, investing in bettering our technology, algorithm, service, user experience, lowering our cost as much as we can. Mm-hmm to lower the barrier to service that individual as well. I think that will continue kind of be our, our priority and hopefully that will situate us to be, uh, continue to be the leading platforms.
1: Welcome to The Irresistible Factor, a podcast where I talk to founders and investors and retailers about what it takes to launch successful brands. From developing a compelling proposition and brand identity to raising capital, to getting distribution, and more. My name is Christy Bridges, and I'm a marketing expert with tons of experience and a true love for all things health and wellness. Welcome to today's episode of The Irresistible Factor. I'm really excited today because I have with me someone in an industry that we haven't really talked about too much on the podcast. So welcome to Sherry Zhang, who is the founder and the CEO of Genopalette. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Sherry. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. So let's talk a little bit about the company first so that there's context for our listeners. So talk about GenoPallet and, and what it is. And then I'd love to hear how you wound up starting this kind of a company.
0: Great. Yeah. It's one of my top favorite things to talk about is my company and the journey. GenoPallet, I founded this company, which is to help individuals, you know, develop this kind of a redevelop really this new relationship of your body and the, the food environment for your metabolic health. So today Genopala is a leading data-driven personalized nutrition platform utilizing genetic information and non-genetic information factors that are important to your metabolic health and to do with uh, food decisions to really drive you know your optimal health over time. So that's kind of a a new way of accessing your health through food which is like every other hours and we think about what we eat and what is good for me right so now we have the technology and a way to access your blueprint from your two millions of years of evolution from your ancestry a lot of them are to do with your ancestors interaction with their food environment right that literally changed the Code in eventually become you and me, so everybody is beautifully unique in that way. And then we we respond to the same foods and same dietary, same lifestyle with very distinctive outcomes, as we probably all observe in our life. But so far, uh, you know, until several years back, and there wasn't a way to link your own genetic code, your personalized nutritional needs with your health through food. So that's kind of the, the problem we're trying to solve. And my background, as you know, I'm a molecular biologist. I got my PhD many years back and then started to learn and study obesity using the most state-of-art, you know, populational driven technologies such as genomics, epigenomics, you know, proteomics, you, you, you name it to really find what is the causality behind all these obesity, pre-diabetic diabetes pandemics underneath all that. And then affecting not only U.S. population, but everywhere, right? Globally, when we go out of this country. And I grew up in Northern China originally when I went back and it's obesity epidemic of metabolic syndromes everywhere, just like here. So it's something fundamentally kind of universal. And I think we have a lot of evidence showing 30% of a lot of those traits related to metabolic health to do with, you know, dietary uh, lifestyle is in your genes. Average between traits and traits, and it varies, but on average, 30% of all traits can be explained by genetic factors. And that's not as part of our healthcare system right now, right? People don't you know, on routine, you know, when you go to your doctor's appointment, you don't look into your genes. Sometimes you don't even look into your nutrition needs, and that's completely off. That's missing. So, those are kind of my the reasons where I founded this company and and having fun building it.
1: So, I'm curious to know. I mean, it's the probably the most important topic, and weirdly, a thing that most of us have control over but don't really understand, like the genericness of the food that we eat and the way that you're talking about the fact that everybody's different and needs different things. There's such a massive disconnect. I think right now between those two things, why do you think that is like, do you think people are slow to get there or just don't want to be bothered? Like, what is it that makes, or just so wanting to love every single thing that they eat from a taste perspective, like what is it that makes us not understand or want to dive into this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, Christy. I think it's a combination
0: of human nature attracted to convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in today's world, there are so many data points and so many different information flows, right? And then the aggressive marketing, so to speak, from yeah. the food industry, right? And then everyone has their own agenda to you know push and i think not until recently people started to everyone you know from government and research institutes and businesses and organizations employers now kind of have to really look hard on what kind of food choices right it's really affecting our bottom line as a society the society Mm -hmm. we're living in even though it's there's so much opportunity to improve the, yeah. you know, the productivity, right? I mean, yeah. how is it a way to live productively, happily? But we know we're a sick country right now, you know, sick mm-hmm. much sicker than we can be, right? And that yeah. just bothers me and lots of people, I'm sure you too. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's an opportunity that we just realized in the past, I don't know, 20, 20, 30 years while fighting the biology kind of, Interactions with the food environment that we, you know, don't get me wrong. And the modern society is great, right? It's convenient, yeah. it's fast, and we can sample things that we'll never be able to 200 years ago and anywhere from the world. That's fantastic. But I think it's a kind of a part of uh, adapting to the new kind of state of the society and humanity. We have to catch up now because of the convenience, we accumulate a lot of issues. And now we can understand our biology and a lot of other things better and food and nutrients in the foods and so on. And let's continue developing a way to thrive in this new environment.
1: That makes sense. It makes complete sense to me. And I think it's fascinating and encouraging also. But I'm curious, do you think the appetite, which is not meant to be a pun, um, for this has changed with consumers? Are they ready to understand this and then ultimately figure out what to do about it?
0: I think they're increasingly so, right? And then in my industry and also through Genopala's doing, we have a lot of interest from the society, from the the media, right? When we kind of drive awareness of such solution and there's a lot of interest there, a lot of appetite for, for such thing. And not only for Genopala, there's other solutions out there, right? There's I think people started to realize that, like we just said, it's, you know, kind of, some people have to, right? we have this problem. For example, people, uh, our customers say, oh, ever since I turned 40 or 50, my body just reacts completely different. Mm -hmm. I can no longer eat the same thing all all day long, right? As as I want. That's the metabolism of a biology kicks in and, and part of the aging process. So I, I think the people, if they want to be productive and healthy, or they have to deal with with new way and new solutions and mm-hmm. basic science. So I think this increasing, you know, awareness and adoption, but there definitely needs a lot of hard work to, to take it to the mainstream.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is very hard. Who are your best customers right now? Are they people who already have health issues that they're trying to figure out? Or are they people that are proactively trying to manage their health?
0: Yeah, all, kind of all of above. Um, mostly we kind of call this segment of the customers, me included, as a worried well. We more like, to your to your point, more proactively want to conduct, perform like everyday self-care. At yeah. home, Right? And then that's the key it's when when we go to the doctor's appointment for for us say obesity problem or anything like that, it's already too late, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the best way is to really prevent those onset of conditions way before it's even you know developing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a growing kind of a segment of people in our in our customer base are you know are ready for that.
1: how are you finding? adoption of people who are, you know, you say, do you say wellness worried? Worried well. Worried well. I think that's really interesting. Are they, like you said that it's, it's better if you figure it out before you wind up with a condition, but are the people that are reaching out and using your products, are, are they also ones who have a condition that they want to try to reverse or fix? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Weight weight problem is one. Is know. that the biggest one for you or is there other things like diabetes or prediabetes? Yeah, they
0: all kind of, we call it a com- comorbidity, right? Yep. So they yep. come together. It's kind of my my whole 11 years of studying metabolic syndrome uh, in the research setting is about. But when people talk about, especially re- reasonably well patients or customers, yeah. they come with a weight issue, right? I can yeah. not necessarily lose a lot of, Weights. It's more so how can I find my healthy range when yes. I'm in a different state, stage of my life cycle? Yep. And how do I keep it as a, as the optimal healthy me? So I think finding that uh, optimal range, you know, that person happy with is the key. And there's a lot of demand, but there's also people are, we have, our population represent the U.S. population in terms of obesity distribution, for example, or diabetes, you name it, mm-hmm. very well. You know, if we, we kind of compare with the CDC. base, yeah. We're slightly better in terms of if you use the BMI, body mass index, as a, you know, index for, for that, but it's uh, very similar. That means we have significant amount of proportion of our customers are overweight, mm-hmm. obese, and even extreme obese. So those are the opportunities. You know, that's kind of my background of treating obesity with different ways using science.
1: So I know how the process works and and you can share that. Like it's a test, right? And it's very simple. I took it myself So inside your mouth swab. So not, not a big barrier, if you ask me, and I don't think the cost is a huge barrier either. What happens after you get your test results back? Because obviously there are companies that are doing this. There are ways to get genetic information. And then there's Everly. Well, you could do blood work in, on your own and stuff. But what is what happens when someone gets the information back from you? How do you go from there? Because that's what I've been sort of wondering about all the companies who are offering some kind of testing, then what? Yeah. Yeah. So what, then
0: what, right? So
1: yeah. absolutely. So we focus
0: our secret cells at the GenoPilot is really understanding nutritional genomics, patterns of people, and also connected with metabolic health outcomes through food behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once you got your results back and you'll be able to access all the genetic and non-genetic informed insights through your Genopilot mobile app or web app through any devices you normally use, and then you can take it on the go, make food decisions on site go to your favorite store, right? And then we have optimal food. I think we can also kind of filter using your own filtering system, you know, whether you are vegetarian or, Mm -hmm. you know, seafood today and then, you know, choose different kind of nutrients and dietary preferences or even food group to tailor a food shopping list for you, you know, really facilitate that healthy food behavior habits for you. And then we can also provide genetically informed uh, recipes for mm-hmm. you, which is very popular right now. And other people are starting to cook more during yeah and, and if you need professional help, from a registered dietitian and we will provide that service to you as well, uh, either as a part of a program.
1: Mm -hmm. We actually
0: just launched a new program today. It's called the Jump and Go, which is taking in all the customer feedback where they want a tailored plan, they want to, you know, exactly kind of what you're just saying, okay. I did my DNA. You you have all the my data from a genetic perspective. Of what what's next? Help me. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's you're not alone. Everybody kind of looking for the next next steps. So we provide that kind of planning and then goal setting, go getting through a prefer, professional help if you want to have that help with. And then additionally, I think some of our majority of our customers also like to take daily vitamins. And supplements we actually provide one of the uh, the best way of personalize your formulation of mm-hmm. all the nutrients genetically determined or non-genetically determined which are important to you so we have a genetic formulation of the uh, supplements program for individuals who wants that
1: so the test is step one and then there's obviously relationship that you hope to have with the people who are taking the test so that you can help them in the long term. So it's not just to take a test, figure out what's wrong, and then you're on your own. It's more of a a long term. We're going to work with you to help you figure out your stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How many people go from is there a percentage of people that go from taking the test to working with you guys on some kind of program?
0: Yeah, well, as I said, we just launched our new program. In the past, is more ad hoc, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. On the RD counseling, in addition to the initial yeah. genetic testing and the uh, results, and now we kind of because we have seen so much from the from the data from the customer, we uh, program into a holistic program that you can easily adopt from the get-go and we'll report back
1: and how you know how that how that works. What have you found to be the most challenging so far about this starting this business?
0: I think it's a balance of depth and width, right, so to speak, and because we we have a way to apply to everyone, really. Yeah. And the, the adoption of different kind of segments or you know personas. It's diff- very different, right? The uh, early adopters, Definitely. innovators, and uh, much easier have stronger appetite for such thing. But we yes. also know this can benefit everybody. And how mm-hmm. can we? My goal is to really take it to how how do we provide it such that everyone can benefit from
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: from the insights from you know the technology and the services. So that's kind of the everyday. You know, ever since I found this company about almost six years ago, it's an everyday topic for me. How can I help more people? How Mm -hmm. can I help those people who are actually in more needs, right? Yes. Not necessarily ready for such thing. How can we
1: get Get them ready? Yep, yep. Is it education? Is it just creating awareness of the fact that it's possible? Did COVID help?
0: Yeah, it helps. I think, you know, houses on the top of the minds of, more people, right, which is great. But at the same time, there's its own challenges, right? And will turn off a lot of people's yeah. natural or healthy behavior in pursuit. So it's, I think it help, help to a certain degree, but at the same time, it's uh, the driving awareness and education and all that, it's still ongoing, evergreen topics. I think the key is really realizing connecting like there is a way to make you healthier over time this this overall kind of saving so to speak right Mm -hmm. whether from time your money or effort you know you do that early on and then you invest in this course in yourself you know Mm -hmm. you know these tools and you know facilitation and then every day you just get better and you know live better and then over time it's just a better kind of a yeah. life trajectory for you. I think that linking that metabolic health dissociated from it, not just a few pounds and not just yeah. appearance improvement yeah. all those are true, right? But I think it really work on your your personal needs for better life. it's it's the key and I think I think that statement should resonate with everybody very well and we should be working on that.
1: Is it hard because, I mean, it feels like mostly not, I know this isn't completely true of everyone and certainly not for me only, but people really want to hurry up and fix their problems. Right. And you're talking about something that you have to think about and takes time. And are you finding that you have people who want quicker fixes or has that been a challenge?
0: It's always a challenge, right? Everybody yeah. wants a silver bullet. Yes. Yeah, so everyone wants Give me a pill.
1: Yeah.
0: All my problems solved. But also, I think, well, educated people or experimented people know enough, know already that's well, usually not the case, especially yep. for health, right? So there's yep. this realization or the reality kind of kicks in. And, and then that's our people. Our people are uh, pretty wise, right? Come from different kind of walks but they are they're educated about their body relatively yes. you know, yep. compared to others. So they understand it. I think people came to became our customers, our long-term, you know, loyal users, and they they understand it's a it's a daily thing. It's every hour, you know, and mm-hmm. you know it's a mentality shift, so to speak. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. What makes you guys different than the other testing kits that are out there right now? There are a lot of different brands popping up every single day. Some are blood, some are swabs summer, all of it. What makes you guys different?
0: Yeah, number one is we provide the best in class nutrigenomics technology at the core, and now we compare all the time. We we, we kind of know our qualities different, and and we've invested in a lot of you know, in the you know, you know behind the scenes, so to speak, yeah. technology and privacy and all that. So yeah. the experience to kind of you, you, alluded a little bit earlier is. It's really targeting at longitudinal. This is about your lifetime wellness. Yeah. It's about you. It's not about just one solution or one data point, or one yes. test, right? A lot yeah. of the testing. And again, there's a beautiful platform built out there, but there, none of them, in my view, is really focusing on taking care of that one person for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. That's a very different product yeah. vision, product roadmap, business model, and so on. So we we say no to a lot of opportunities, but uh, investing in bettering our technology, algorithm, service, user experience, lowering our cost as much as we can mm-hmm. to lower the barrier to service that individuals well. I think that will continue kind of be our our priority and hopefully that will situate us to be, uh, continue to be the leading platforms.
1: How are you guys scaling? Like, have you raised capital already? Is that something that's in your near future?
0: Yeah, we've been raising and then we've been, you know, on equity capital and we are raising uh, actually bigger rounds later this year into next year to, to our kind of, discussion uh, we want to take it to the mainstream and benefit yeah. As a yeah. Person, people yeah we can i think people need this yeah Yes. So kind of where we're at and and uh continue building and growing genopilots uh, power
1: that's amazing um, i mean i'm so happy that it's happening and that people are starting to have access to it how do you get people educated what are you guys doing from an education perspective a marketing perspective yeah, we
0: have uh, our website, our RD, our PhD, and so on. Wrote, write our own content, and you know, we post them. You know, everyone can publish them. Everyone can access for no cost. So you can see a lot of blogs. You can see all these years of work to get into. We just want to educate people, right? We want to yeah. get everybody. You don't have to become a customer, but we want you to be educated and benefit from the knowledge. And then, if you wanted to have more sharp tool and then you can take our solutions. and then through and once you you know be part of our family, so to speak, and the customers will be exposed to more unique contents through our app and also you know emails and so on. But we have a very ambitious goal of using content and you know, do more in the education uh, yeah. areas. We have video content and we want to do more as well. Uh, our RDs will conduct webinars, educational courses, interactions. Uh, I believe you you probably can, you will see that coming you, you, once you are a customer, sign yeah. up for free webinars with our registered yeah. education in a group setting. All those are uh, great educational opportunities.
1: And how are you getting people to your website to find out about all of those educational opportunities? Are you doing marketing to get people to your site or to some other place?
0: Yes, organic search, uh, mm-hmm. paid
1: search, and people invite me to their
0: platforms like you are doing. And yeah, I'll probably get some interest. And yeah, we love so. those, right? Those are really kind of connected yeah. and very intellectually kind of invested uh, interactions, and and then um, you know trade shows. Of course, the social social media were on there, uh, newsletters and
1: journals. And what kind of trade shows do you usually um, participate in?
0: Yeah, we go to. There's several kind of new emerging uh, themes. One is a food as medicine. Mm-hmm. Pretty involved in, in involved in uh, food as medicine summits and you know conferences like that. The other one is personalized nutrition innovation. Mm-hmm. Food tech, smart kitchen summit, which has been pretty good, uh, prestigious um, platforms, uh, personalized nutrition for health and things like that.
1: That's awesome. Where do you want to be in five years? Like, where do you see the company? What do you hope happens? Yeah, it's a great question.
0: I think we kind of touch upon that point, you know, want to see some non innovators, so to speak, non early adopters of yes. cool yes. things, cool gears to be loyal users of Genopilot, right? And we want to see given number in the multi-millions of people start to benefit from any mm-hmm. source of information, knowledge, technology from Genopilot. We also want to see empowered partnerships that can enlarge and utilize the personalized insights to drive their customers' behavior. For example, we have a way to segment people with different caffeine metabolism levels. and you know one one use case will be you know Starbucks to have a you know personalized stamp, so to speak, right way to identify you with specific products, right that kind of a thing. Yeah, be part of that food for you know food, food as medicine mm-hmm. system, and we be become a, a powerful partner to all of that is one. The other one is getting into mainstream healthcare system. Mm-hmm. I came from that, and then kind of build this you know in the direct to consumer model, and then my my dream is to really go back to really influence how we drive better healthcare. Better physician co- customers, patients relationship ongoing versus episodic, right? Yeah. Well, usually, it's like we leave the office and then we're done until next year or next time when we or have until
1: a problem, we get sick or something. Exactly. That's really interesting. Two of the things I think are fascinating that you're talking about. Well, I'll go back to the partnerships because I think there's some unbelievable potential there, and it never even occurred to me, which is really cool. But the other thing is. Did you, I'm curious if you decided to start this company and sort of walk away from the serious medicine because of the frustration on that front, like people were just getting treated when they were sick and it was already late. And is that part of it for you? Oh, very much.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It was It just taking so
0: long, right, to, to, mm-hmm. to take the research insights, which is fantastic. We have the best scientists in this world, in this country. To application to the bedside, so to speak, to the clinic, it takes ten years, right? Oftentimes, and take a lot of effort and resources. You know, develop a drug takes billions of dollars, right? Yeah, and, yeah. So on. Um, at the same time, food for metabolic issues like obesity, diabetes, and we just talked about, are are daily interventional. They're not. They're not something you treat as a disease in the clinic. When you yeah. do there's the treatment usually fail. And all my brilliant physician, scientists, colleagues keep telling me there's no one pound throw, thrown out of the window because we treat patients this way. It will temporarily work, right? we we'll pre- prescribe a, a drug, tell them exercise more, eat healthy, right? All this generic yeah. kind of nutrition insights. And, and then, but later, they either not being helped at all or gain all the weight back. It's the wrong way of treating something different from, you know, cancer or you know yeah. other more serious disease states with the modern medicine. So yeah, absolutely, that's kind of the one of the big reasons I founded this company, doing that in a different way. The other one is personal. I don't. We never talked about is I became a new mom. At the time, that I kind of was happily researching, you know, studying obesity genomics. And I was finding a way to give my new, this new life I brought to life, fully responsible for the best possible life course, you know. And I know nutrition is a gateway to health. Fortunately, very healthy baby and everything. And now it's a young, young, young man. But I was, the more I researched, the more confused I was. Like mm-hmm. a lot of moms, a lot of individuals. So I was like, "This is nuts," you know. Yeah. I yeah. kind of I know a lot of you know about the the you know the information, the the science and everything. So I thought, well, probably a lot of people out there
1: needs needs a solution. So I'm gonna. I mean, it. you can find whatever answer you want to have. So if you decide you want your answer to be keto, you'll find it. Or if you want your answer to be something else, you'll find it. But the truth is what is hard to find, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's so confusing. And people are going into it with such desperation already that they're vulnerable. They want help. And then they're getting relative. I would say relatively misinformed is pretty common. So I think it's amazing that you're doing it. I, I love the fact that it's so, so heavy science backed because I think that really matters so much. Yeah, it's really a cool thing. And the partnership, I want to just touch on that before we wrap up. Are you doing any partnerships yet, or is that just something you guys are thinking about? Because it sounds brilliant to me to think about really figuring out what kinds of things people should be consuming and then letting them do it in a way that doesn't completely disrupt their lives. Like being mm-hmm. able to go to Starbucks, for example, and get what you need versus what they offer solves two problems. I love going to Starbucks, I love the flexibility. And I also then maybe could get what I needed instead of something that I didn't need, which is so interesting to me. I never even thought about it that way.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Not something I can disclose yet, uh, but definitely there are, you know, interests and uh, plans to address that in a a holistic way. Right. So there's definitely individual, like big brands like Starbucks and we're all for it. And then there's other ways of working with platforms to inform those decisions too. Definitely. all oh, right, All kinds of foods, all kinds of beverages and, and so on. So definitely we uh, would be working on that from this year to next year's. So hopefully you'll see something uh, in your app yeah, ad-
1: help you try that way. Anything else you want to share you feel like we haven't touched on that you wanted to talk about? No, I think you asked brilliant questions oh, and cover really a lot of areas. And in closing, any advice for people who are starting companies that are like, feel overwhelmed by it or don't know what the next right thing is or are sort of dealing with the ups and downs that we all deal with in this when you're entrepreneurial? Yeah, it's a loaded question. If I can provide my humble kind of experiences here, it's
0: really focus on that, that thing that drives you get up every every morning, every morning be excited kind of way to do that. And hopefully you need to link that with economy that works for you, right? It needs to okay. be business. Otherwise it's a hobby, which is fine. So if you can make that, you'll be fine. I think that that is the reason I'm doing what I do. It's every day is different. Every day is scary to thrilling to, you know, it's 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 not easy, Not nothing is easy mm-hmm. in a good or bad way. But I think as long as you're truthful to that thing that you're really
1: passionate about, it's gonna be worth it
0: at the end of it, so.
1: I love that. I mean, it is so important. And you clearly have a mission and a purpose behind this company. This is not, because as you said, it's not easy. And you definitely have barriers to break down among people, but the people need them to be broken down. So I'm really excited to see what happens with you guys. Thank you, Christy. Thank you for listening to The Irresistible Factor. I'm Christy Bridges, and I can't wait to see you next Wednesday.